0: And then we bring in this beautiful score and this the the characters, it's all it's all great. And it's a very Wow, I cannot show.
1: wait. And and we know that Stacy, who's the director, any show that Stacy Muncie does, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, every single show she does, you are just
0: blown away. You're and just let me tell you, the set of this show is amazing. Gorgeous. It's incredible. It's beautiful. It's incredible. I cannot wait for you guys to see it.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Fortify podcast where our goal is to talk about all things that are hopefully fortifying to you and to your local community. Hey, everyone, thanks for tuning in today, and I am so excited to be sharing with you today some great entertainment that's coming up over the next three weekends here in the area. One of my favorite things to do is attending live theater. And if you've never gone to a play li- or live or have never really seen an outstanding production of a play, you will definitely want to come out over the next three weekends and see one of the upcoming productions that Fire and Light will be performing in the area. So, starting first this weekend, beginning May f- 6th, Thursday, May 6th, and running through Saturday, May 8th, founder of Fire and Light, Lisa Ellis, will be directing Frozen. Then next weekend, starting May 13th, these start on a Thursday and they run through, through Saturday, Stacey Muncie and Evan Fritz will be directing the musical Little Women. And the following weekend, uh, May 20th through the 22nd, Lorraine Knox will be directing It's a Wonderful Life. And we'll be talking about why we're performing It's a Wonderful Life in May instead of December. Um, so first off, I just want to tell you a little bit about Fire and Light, if you've not heard of it. My daughters joined, promise, what would you say, four years ago, five years ago? And I think the first production was um, Beauty and the Beast, and I was so blown away by that performance. I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know this kind of thing existed here in Fort Wayne, and especially for kids. So I'm going to read this right from the Fire and Light website. It says, after a decade of performing for the Fort Wayne community – Our mission holds true from the moment we choose a script to the final curtain call. We enter every production on a mission to create God-honoring theater experiences. Fire and Light began as a youth theater club in a church basement to a fully-fledged trope of more than 85 actors and artists ages 8 to 18 performing five to seven productions a year. Whether you're a student itching for the chance to cultivate your God-given talent or a Fort Wayne local craving a refreshing Friday night activity, we are here to engage, educate, and inspire both young people and our community. And everything that is stated there is absolutely true. Uh, Right now, um, the Fire and Lights going to be moving actually to St. Francis for their next productions, not for these, but it is growing, and the productions are just fabulous from the from the sets to all the little details of costuming which I know well it's just it's just an amazing all that detail shows up in every every production now we wanted to have Lisa Ellis who as I mentioned the director of Frozen and that's being performed this Friday it's Thursday through Friday. We wanted to have her, but she is so busy with that that uh she wasn't unable to come down today. Uh, but we're just gonna tell you all that it is amazing. Now Scotty Frank is with us who's um he, we're gonna be talking to him about little women, but you were there for the tech rehearsal yeah. yesterday. Yeah. And it's amazing, right?
0: Yeah. So basically it's like a nice hour long show. If you wanna take your kids out to Bluffton, I know it's kind of a drive, but it's definitely worth it. The kids will love it. Um yeah it's the iconic songs, plus there's some new music that's not in the movie oh nice and so it's nice it's nice and trimmed down, so if you have some kids out like lose their attention easily, you know we got those a d d brains <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that very well, I know that very well um yeah, it's just a nice hour-long show. It's a cute show.
1: Great, great. Well, I'm I'm going to definitely, I'm going to be down there door opening or ticket sales or something. So I'm enjoying, I'm going to enjoy that coming up this Thursday. So again, next, so that we have that this weekend. And then the following weekend is Little Women. And it's with a little twist this time as it's being done as a musical. And, again, that's being directed by Stacey Muncy and Evan Fritz. And, again, here today with me are a few of the cast members. Scotty, Frank, who plays Laurie. Mm-hmm. And then Becca Guntel, who plays the main character, Joe. And then Promise Forty, who plays Aunt March. And so uh, for anyone who's not familiar with this production, with this play, Promise, what give just a little... Uh, synopsis of what the theme is
2: um so sure so little woman follows the story of joe march and her sisters it's all about family and connections and love and walking through each circumstance um no matter how painful and growing and just growing through each one um it it starts um in the future with joe growing and then transfers back back into time and you watch them grow up and you watch them um face each challenge joe as as she wants to become a writer and meg as she is so deeply just wants to be a mom and love and um beth how she's just so content with whatever life, life gives her and then amy as she grows and wants to grow and do grand things and it's just how each person is so separate and how you know even if one person grows up one way, you know, they can change and become a completely different person and how change isn't always a bad thing. And it just shows just all, all the different ways that, that life can take you and how to learn to love and
1: love life as it changes around you. All right. Okay. So Becca, we're going to start with you again, Becca Gantel, who's playing Joe. What have you loved about this performance? This show has been really fun. Um, Not only
3: like, the performance itself, like the show itself, um, which I'm just so fascinated by. And I love, I love the smaller cast. There's only like what, 10, oh. 10 people in it. Um, and it gives you a lot more ability to really dive deep into your character and like get your character development and everything. Um, the performance, like rehearsal and stuff, it's really nice because you get to grow so close with this small group of people and really like build connections and, friendships um so yeah I've just loved the opportunity to grow in um just my acting and stretch it and
1: really go to my limits uh, being pushed um but yeah it's been great all right and why why do you think people would love coming to the show like why should they get in I I want to say that these particular shows are going to be held in Bluffton which we don't don't and everybody go? Oh, that's just too far. No, it's not. It's just a little bit further mm-hmm. down the road, and it's totally well worth it. So, um, and that's just for these three upcoming shows. But um, why should people get in the car and come down to see it?
3: Yeah, all of these shows are just going to be so great and definitely worth the drive. But I can't speak Absolutely. for the other shows. Yes, I just them, why should they come to right. see Little Woman? Um, it's it's the perfect balance of just everything amazing, like amazing, talented, like singing and dancing, and just beautiful acting, and really uh, introspective, like, really cool moments that you see these actors just really portray each character so well, Um, and it's just so fascinating, and it's also really funny, and moving, and it's just a really great show overall.
1: Without spoiling anything, is there a favorite part or a favorite uh, moment that you are that you just really loved? Is there a favorite scene that you loved in the play?
3: Uh, I don't know how to say without spoiling. <laughs>
1: okay, all right. So, all right, folks, you got to come down to see yeah, it. Yeah, so, you just got to find out. Yeah, all right. All right, well, Scotty, then with you. So you are playing Lori. Yep. And explain your character a little bit.
0: Right, so Lori is the goofy neighbor boy that his he's grown up very wealthy, um, his grandfather, who he lives with, very very rich family, um, but he just doesn't really fit in with them. And he loves Joe, which is Becca's character. And he is very outspoken, outgoing. Um, he starts off kind of timid, and he's like very like very stuttery, like doesn't want to mess up. And then he kind of just like becomes part of the March family, and he joins them. And he is just very goofy, but then he has this deep part of his character that doesn't come out till like around the end of act 1 through act 2 he has this deep deep um just like like so the goofiness is almost like kind of like a facade because he's such a deep character and he just like that goes loose in uh halfway through the show and you can really really see it and that's probably my favorite part about playing him as well is going from this super happy-go-lucky, slap-happy character to this super deep, emotional, intense character that has a lot of feelings and a lot of things that he doesn't feel like are going right in his life. And so he's a very, very, very fun character to play, and that's Lori.
1: All right. And so why would you tell people to come down and get in the car and see this show?
0: I would say that my favorite part about this musical and the people in it is the depth of the show. Okay. I would say I would say the emotional connection you will build because the show is two and a half hours long, which is quite long. But is there an intermission? Yes, there's okay. one intermission. Okay. Um, But there's 10 of us. And so uh, it's very intimate. The, it's very intimate show. It's a very deep show. So that's the amazing thing about it is you're going to spend two and a half hours getting to know each and every character and loving them for their own flaws. And it's that's my favorite part because it's this whole experience you'll be sitting here and the, the show starts and it seems it's like gonna be a musical right You're here to see it It's little women everyone knows little women. there's been so many variants there's the books, the movies. and then we bring in this beautiful score and this the, the characters it's all it's all great and it's a wow very I cannot show.
1: wait and And we know that Stacy, who's the director, any show that Stacy Muncie does Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every single show she does, you, you're just blown
0: away. You're and just let me tell you, the set of this show is amazing. gorgeous. It's incredible. It is beautiful. It's incredible. I cannot wait for you guys to see it.
1: Okay. Well, I am so excited that we get to see it. And there's what, how many performances? Four. Okay. So there's one like Thursday. There, there's all of them have a Thursday night one, a Friday night one, and then a Saturday matinee mm-hmm. and a Saturday evening. Yep. Okay, Um, where was I going to, I had a question to go next. Okay, so any of you, so I'm going to ask this question, what will the audience be thinking about in the car as they drive home after this show? So anybody can take that question, or all of you can take that question.
2: I can start here. Um, If you're an emotional person, you will be crying, (laughs) for sure. sure. Um, I personally have, like, almost started crying in rehearsal. You will feel just like deeply touched it may make you look at life a little differently for for a minute because especially the last 30 minutes or so it it really starts questioning um, why we are here and our purpose and our goals and like why is our goal of being here and honestly when when I remember the very first time I watched the show and listened to the soundtrack I remember sitting down and just going Whoa! I just have to reconsider life for a second because mm-hmm, it w- it's just it it challenges everything that you think is important, and I that's one of my favorite parts about it. Is so. Yeah. All right. I was
3: gonna say that we're gonna start singing the music oh. on the way home because it's catchy, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little
1: lighter note. Well, that's that's well, a good I thing mean, too. I mean,
0: piggybacking off of that, I would say motivation is one of the biggest keys of the entire show um because you'll see Joe March she starts off with these big dreams and she accomplishes them finally and and that's only halfway through the story where mm-hmm. she accomplishes her dreams. And so I think the biggest word I would take away from it is motivation to, you know, follow what you want and then you'll see in your life when you finally get what you want there's just so much more. Right? And that's how it is in the show.
1: Wow. I can't wait. I can't wait. Okay, so some Random questions. Who has the best costume? Oh, I do. Oh, I do. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> oh, yeah, promise, promise. Sure. mine. <laughs> okay, all right. And who in the show is most like their character? Like their person is most like their character. Is there anybody?
2: Scotty or Marshall? I would, yeah, I would say it's Scotty. I would yeah. It's yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so we're gonna parallels.
1: see Scotty on stage. <laughs> there, there's so
0: many parallels to me and Lori. Uh Lori, like I said, he's a very goofy character. Um, and I relate to that so hard. I relate to the desire to make people laugh, to make people smile. And he's always trying to make people feel included. And he's, he, he comes into this family, uh, this lower class family, and he's coming from a higher place and he comes in and he, he's just there and he's just present. And he, he joins them basically. They have a whole song where he's like their brother now. And so I relate to that so hard because I feel like, I've been given a gift by God that where I can go in and I can just relate to people very right. easily. And nice. so that is a very very strong parallel between me and Lori. So
1: then was the role pretty easy for you to play?
0: No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Because um I'm very used to playing um roles that are not like me at all. Okay. Not not okay. at all. And so and so I think that's where I actually struggled most is getting out of the I'm playing a different character right. okay. and getting more into this is me, but in a, in a story. And and he's named Lord. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> wow, I just, oh, I can't wait. Um, Let's see, who's the funniest person in the cast in real life?
2: Scotty or Gabe?
3: Mm, me. <laughs> oh. <arm>. Becca. Becca, <laughs> Becca. Okay. okay, so Becca's the funniest. Scotty's definitely the funniest. He's always making comments and being silly and always a good time I appreciate that you. <laughs> okay, you know this
1: I this was a question I saw uh on a list and so I'm going to ask it when you have a five minute break during rehearsal what do you spend that time doing
0: I spend my time going up to a young man in our cast who came in and he feel and he was very timid when he first came in and I love him to death I love him to <laughs> death I, and my goal through the entire show is to make him smile as much Aww. as I can. Aww. So so anytime, anytime I know I should be like, oh, I'm practicing my lines and singing and all this stuff. Nope. I'm over here <laughs> making Aww. this guy laugh. Yeah. I'm trying to, I try okay. to get him to go.
1: So that's a good segue into kind of my next question as to um, why do you guys like being in Fire and Light? Why? So, you know, if some kids are listening right now or some parents are listening, you know, I'm opening it up to the three of you. Why? Why does somebody want to be in Fire and Light? Um, what do you learn? What do you experience? Well, for me personally, I
3: theater always been my passion and like coming into it, like it's the only thing that I want to do that I can see myself doing. And not only that, it, it allowed me to, you know, grow definitely as a person, um, not only as an actress and, you know, singing and dancing and just the technique behind it all. Um, I met my best friends here um, and I got to spend so much time with them. And yeah, so there's just so there's just so much opportunity um, to grow as a person and to grow. And maybe to find your passion or to realize
1: that it's not your passion. (laughs) Um, Because would you say, I mean, there's there's been kids who have had really no interest. In fact, wasn't that the case with Marshall, that Scotty's has Yeah.
0: Do you want me to tell that?
1: Yeah. So, well, go ahead, Becca. Let me, I didn't want to cut you off. Oh, (laughs) I didn't (laughs) want to cut you off. Um, So I just want to say there's a place for kids who are just like, eh, this, you know, drama's really not my thing. But your brother Marshall.
0: Yeah. So... The show we were doing at the time was Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, which is a phenomenal show. You should all go watch it. Um, and the next time Fire and Light does it. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course, of course, of course. Um, and so Marshall had always had like stage fright. I don't know what I would classify it as, but he loved working backstage. So he he had we did Beauty and the Beast, as you said, was Promises' yes. first show. And he was backstage for that. Uh, I did a few other shows at some other companies, and he was backstage for those. He never had any interest on being stage, you guys like he did not want to go out there and anytime we brought it up he nope no no nope, not doing it <laughs> and and so um we had a kid drop out um we had an audition and he got a role and he dropped out he was one of the brothers and we I remember I remember Marshall was sitting on the stairs and me and my mom were just like come on you like you can do it like it'll be so much fun and he was like I don't know guys like and we were like no no come on you, you like you'll love it and so we finally, like 30 minutes, an hour later, we're talking to him. He's like, Fine, I'll try it out for a few weeks. And it was from there. He's been in multiple shows now. Oh, and he's done a great he job. He was just Bilbo he, and The Hobbit. And he is, yeah. So what it's amazing. was it
1: in Tuck Everlasting, him and Stuart Atkins? Oh, my God. That, oh, that was such That's a crazy. great scene. <laughs> that, that was so. But there are, you know, whether you have kids, maybe they just like production, they like working on sets or tech. There's a place for your child here there right. really is
3: and the people who are already like here and have been here for a while they're very good at like bringing people in and making them
1: feel comfortable and getting them out of their shell yeah well as you know we just heard scotty <laughs> right. say yeah. how he's he spends his time trying to interact with someone so so all right well that's really really good to know and um, I'm just looking so forward to seeing the show and I hope everybody who's listening is looking forward to seeing it and now I want to move over to talk with Lorraine Knox who is doing it's a wonderful life so Lorraine first if you can tell us how you came to fire and Light
4: uh, I have seen fire and Light shows for quite a while now I know Lisa Ellis um, she's a friend and so I, I'm not sure which was the first show that I saw, um, but I have You're been m- here, and um, at one point, Lisa knows I'm a director, so at one point she asked if I'd be interested, and I said yes.
1: And, of course, you come in right when COVID comes in. And yes. so we had to put off newsies. And yes. then we have to. And so starting with It's a Wonderful Life, this show was supposed to be done last December.
4: Right. So we had been in rehearsal since September. And the show was going to go up late November or early December. And, of course, um, as most places have had to do, we shut down because the numbers were um, getting too high. And we wanted to be careful about our um, kids and our staff and those in the medical profession too, not overload them. So we actually took a four month hiatus. And so we are now doing It's a Wonderful Life in May, instead of it's the holiday season.
1: Okay, so I'm going to ask you the same question I asked the other kids: What are you most excited about the show? What What really excites you about it? And
4: well, I th- the show, the film is so iconic. Yes, and um, it's one of my favorite Christmas movies. So I have been interested in directing it for a while. Um, it's such a moving story, a touching story that everybody needs to hear that um, life is filled with ups and downs and challenges like they were talking about for little women. Um, But it's the people in your life, the friends, the family that make all of those things worthwhile.
1: So I guess with that, you know, my next question was going to be, why do you think the audience would enjoy? Well, what do you think the audience would enjoy most? And it was just all the things you just said.
4: Yeah, pretty much. Plus, I think, too, um, so many of us have missed so many things because of oh, COVID. Yes. And one of them was Christmas. Ah. And even Christmas last year, where not everybody's families could get together. We couldn't celebrate necessarily traditionally. Um, so we're kind of bringing back a uh, little Christmas really true. Um, in May. And, um, you know, the, the celebration goes on.
1: All right. That is so true. I, I, you know, um, good point to make there. Uh, so was there anything challenging about bringing this script to the stage with the kids?
4: It is a really um, fast-moving script, and it was taken from the film to create the stage play. And film and stage, as most people know, are completely different from each other. You can't just cut and paste. Um, So the scene changes have to be orchestrated, and the pacing of the play has to move along Um, so it really is logistically, it's
1: a bit of a challenge. Okay. Um, so what do you think? I mean, obviously this is a play for all ages. So bring the whole family, you know, make a night of it or an afternoon of it. Yeah. And so, and we,
4: we have all ages, even though it's technically a high school show, there's little kids in the play. How many kids do you have in this? Um, we have three Little kids who are actually in the Frozen cast. Okay. Um, and then um, one of our high schoolers plays a young guy, but he's not little. How he's, many do you have all together? Um, in, in, in the cast uh, yeah. we have,
1: I think, 24, oh, okay. something like that. Yeah. So it's a good size cast. Yeah, it is a good size cast. So same question I had this kids. What will the audience be thinking about in the car as they drive home after the show?
4: Oh, I think they'll be thinking about family and friends and um, the joy of life and how relationship is really what it's all about.
1: You know, and that's one thing I love about the Fire and Light shows is that they're just so good. They're just, they're such good life stories, life lessons. It's, um, you come away just being refreshed and it just... I mean, I just want the whole community to know about it. I, I'll sure. tag in this in this uh, podcast. I'll tag a blog post I wrote about it a couple of years ago because I just couldn't believe like it existed. I was like, "How come people don't know about this?" You know? Yeah. And so that's what we're trying to do right now is let people know about it and get it out. Sure. You well,
4: know? and and um, the joy of live theater. Yes. You know, we can we can sit in. Um, binge watch, whatever, at home. And like many, many people have during the whole COVID shutdown thing. Time for people to get out. Yeah, but it is, um, there's a huge difference when the actors have an audience to react and the audience have a live play going on in front of them. Um, And it's really exciting to get back to it again. And I think one of the beautiful things about Bluffton... Is that it's a really good size auditorium. Okay. So people who are still a little um, leery of COVID okay, potentially yeah, yeah, yeah. can spread out and not necessarily be right on top of each other. Um, depending on the size of the audience, um, we will put seats in between groups and That's good things to know. like that. So That's it's good to know. It's not gonna be jam packed full. It will still, you'll still have some breathing room and some social distancing going on.
1: Great. Well, that is really helpful for people in the audience to know for those who, you know, still, hey, I just want to be careful. You Absolutely. Know? And I think Fire and Light has done just an amazing job with trying to be accommodating with, you know, like what you said with the students and the teachers and, you know, thinking about the community. And they've just done, done an uh, outstanding job there. Mm-hmm. And so what do you love about just working with the kids just in general? I think the biggest
4: thing is that they are quality kids. Um, There is a huge amount of talent, um, but there's a huge amount of talent in other places as well. And um, But these kids are great just to be around yeah you know they are not stuck up. fun <laughs> they're fun they um enjoy what they're doing they are very accepting of other people who are new and come in they try to be welcoming um it's just a lot of fun to be around them and um to learn from them as well as them learning from us
1: yeah and, and that's just again all that is so true and uh Again, thank you for coming in and sitting down here. We are just so excited. I mean, people listening, you need to just not think Bluffton is too far away. It's just for these last three shows. Just again, because of COVID issues and trying to find a location. It it
4: might be for Newsies too.
1: Oh, it might be for Newsies. So one more. Okay. Because Newsies is coming up. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Newsies is coming up in August. August. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be a big show. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's a huge show. So that'll be fun. But again, you want to come out. You want to see this. You will be so happy that you did, and you yeah. will be so surprised that this kind of talent and it's cheap. I mean, for eight bucks, if you get your tickets now, and again, I'll link. I'll put all the links in the podcast notes. Uh, if you get them now, it's only eight dollars. Um, you know, people spend that on a. You know, yeah, you large can't go to for that. Um, if you get them at the day of the show, they're 10. So there's yeah. a little incentive to get them early. We'll put everything in the show notes. And we just hope to see you all there at the shows. Thank you so much, Lorraine. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to check out the show notes for helpful links discussed in today's episode. Until next time, may you be a fortifier to the world around you.